Money Savvy. This is the Money Savvy podcast from MoneyWeb, where we tackle personal finance matters with leading financial advisors. Your host, Butimelo and Soko. Welcome to the Money Savvy podcast. I'm Butimelo and Soko. Many people think that estate planning is only for the elderly or those with a lot of money or assets. But is that really the case? Have you thought about how your debt, retirement funds or investments will be dealt with if you died today? If not, then stay tuned. Eric Jordan, who is a certified financial planner at Crew Invest, joins us on this episode to shed light on this, as well as give us an idea of what your estate plan should look like throughout your life. Welcome, Eric. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you for the opportunity. Eric, could you please tell us why estate planning is crucial? Sure. Maybe to understand why it's so crucial, I think the first thing that we need to look at is what the real importance or purpose of an estate plan is. So if you look at estate planning, what the real purpose of that is, is to look at ways in which you can structure assets in such a way that you can get the most enjoyment of those assets while you're alive, but also thereafter in terms of how do you transfer those assets after your death to your dependents or heirs in such a way that's done in the most cost-effective and practical way. So the importance of estate planning is not purely just to look at how you transfer your assets to your dependents or heirs one day, but also in terms of your life now and how you enjoy those assets while you're alive. Could you maybe give us some key elements of what make up a solid estate plan? Sure. I think to look at the key elements of the estate plan, the first step where you need to start is to have a vision in terms of what it is that you would like to achieve with your estate plan and how you would like to structure your assets. So once you understand what your vision is and how you would like to benefit yourself as well as your as your heirs dependents one day, once we have that vision, then we can look at how do we structure your assets. And once we start looking at your assets, we can then look at what structures they are held in. In other words, are they held as life cover or as life policies? In which instance, we need to understand who the beneficiaries of those life policies will be. Next, we need to look at whether you have any assets in retirement funds and what the rules around those retirement funds are, who the beneficiaries of those retirement funds are, and then look at what the impact of any death claim would be and and in what form your heirs or dependents one day can benefit from those retirement funds. The next step that you will probably then have to look at is is, is the need and requirements for a trust. And so a trust is not there for everyone. It's got its very specific needs, but that needs to be examined to determine whether or not that's a, a relevant aspect for you to look into in your estate plan. And then lastly is, is, is looking at your will and understanding what's in your will and how that ties up to your estate plan. Because ultimately that would be the benefit that or the document that controls how your assets is transferred to your heirs or dependents one day. Now, if you're in your 20s and have just started your career and maybe you don't really have any assets to your name, do you really need an estate plan? Yeah, look, estate planning doesn't have to be this all-encompassing, complex process. Estate planning can be very specific to what you have at that time. And as always remember, as I said at the beginning, estate planning is not necessarily only how you leave your assets to your dependents or heirs one day. It's also how you get the most out of your assets while you are still alive. And some of it could be as simple as where do you save? Do you save it into a retirement funding structure or do you save it into a voluntary investment like a unit trust uh, structure? 
because all of those does have some estate planning aspect to it that you would be able to consider. And how does your estate planning change once you enter into a marriage or a life partnership? And maybe if you have children as well. Yes, I think in that instance, the main change would be that your estate planning would then need to start focusing on how you transfer your assets to your dependents one day. Because that means that you now have people who depend on you to provide for assist with their with their futures. So your estate plan needs to be amended or adjusted in, in line with that change and what your requirements would be. So those would be aspects where you would have to look at your will and how do you make provision, an example, for minor children? Do we make use of a testamentary trust in that instance? Um, at what age does that testamentary trust uh, come to an end? Those are the type of questions you would have to look at. And then whereas as a spouse, you need to provide an assist in terms of future living expenditure, etc. There you would have to look at how do you structure your beneficiary nominations, as example, on your life policies, on your retirement funding. So there will be a lot of big decisions that would need to be made in, in the event of such a change to your living arrangements. Should those who are in a life partnership go into greater detail with their estate plan? Yes, so people in a, in a life partnership, you need to look at things like, first of all, what the legal structures would be in which your life partnership would be. So where that doesn't go into your traditional marital uh, structures, then you would need to look at how do you arrange your, your, your living arrangements and, and is there a need to put in place a cohabitation agreement as, as an example to, to try and formalize your, your agreements as well as what the uh, obligations of each party would be when entering into that um, life partnership. And what are some of the important factors to remember for those who are trying to build a legacy for their kids, but they're also assisting their parents financially? Yes, that's always a very difficult question in terms of how do we balance those those two requirements that you have or, or responsibilities that's on your shoulders. And within that, you can look at your estate planning and look at what are the mechanisms that can ensure that that continuity and where we transfer assets from one generation onto a next. So within your will or within setting up a, a interview with trust as an example, you can then structure your, your assets in such a way where you can provide for your elderly parents, as example, where they might need financial assistance. And then ultimately, once they pass away, that that assets can then transfer to your children to be able to, to care for their maintenance as well. So you need to look at a structure in terms of where there's some form of discretion left to a trustee who are able to allocate um, income, uh, et cetera, to, to different parties. Once you reach retirement, what changes do you need to make to your estate plan? Yes, I think so. Once you, you, you enter your retirement years, the main difference there would be you, you're not changing uh, from a, what we will call an accumulation phase, in other words, where you're still working towards and saving for your retirement, to a stage where you're now needing to start living off your capital. So that would typically mean that a lot of the structures that you've had in terms of your retirement funding, that would change from your retirement funding. You would potentially move into a compulsory annuity situation. And there you would need to look at how do you change your beneficiary nominations in that instance, because there are certain differences where beneficiary nominations in your retirement fund is ultimately decided on by the trustees of your retirement fund. 
where once you go into a compulsory annuity situation, you can therefore um, appoint your beneficiaries individually um, and there's no trustee uh, discretion involved there. So that would be one of the changes that would definitely take place in your estate plan once you move into a retirement years. And once you have an estate plan in place, what other life events necessitate a review of it? Yeah, any major life change that would necessitate a a change in your retirement plan. That is not necessarily just um, either getting married or or either if there are divorce or or children, etc. It could also be required in the event of, example, where you relocate, so whether you decide to potentially emigrate or live in a different country for a while. And there might be different requirements at that stage in terms of which structures you would need to to have your assets uh, invested in. So that would definitely be a, a, another example of a, of a life event that would need a review of your estate plan. Other events could also be where there's change in circumstances of your children. An uh, example where a, a child might uh, no longer be in a position to receive an inheritance, even if he is a major, but he can't uh, manage his own financial affairs, as an example. In that instance, you would be able to adjust your estate plan to to provide for for a trust example to hold that specific uh, child's assets in. So that would be another life event that could take place that would necessitate the uh, update of your estate plan. Thank you so much, Eric. That was Eric Jordan, who is a certified financial planner at Crew Invest. Thanks for listening to the Money Savvy Podcast, hosted by Buitamelo and Sorkel. To listen to more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the MoneyWeb app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates. Money Savvy.